Welcome, Welcome to, to the Palmetto, Palmetto Report. Report. My name is Deanne Conley. And my name is Kanisha Reed. Today we are here with Grace Kellum and Griffin Cordell to talk about Winthrop's senior exhibition that is open to the public from April 4th to May 6th. There are two art galleries in both the Rutledge and Lewandowski student galleries. Okay, so for the first question, how was the theme of the uh, exhibition created? Uh, do you want to take that one? Yeah. So... In the past, the seniors picked the title and they choose to go with themes surrounding graduation or moving on and leaving things in the past. And we kind of wanted to move from that and make the theme kind of surrounding our work as a whole. But then that posed a really kind of tough question, like what includes everyone? Because we have such a diverse collection of artworks that are so equally incredible that we, we all came up with titles that kind of surrounded that idea and then we voted um and menagerie is what we landed on and that pretty much means like a strange and diverse collection of things and I think it's perfect and it also when you look through the exhibition I think a lot of the artworks are asking the audience questions and the first thing you do when you see a title like Menagerie is like, what does that mean exactly? Maybe I should look it up. And then makes you kind of think more about what possibly is so strange about this exhibition. Maybe we should go check it out. Does that, do you think that yeah, is a great yeah, explanation? I can, I can chime in too. I mean, yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of us this year too. There's a lot of seniors um, and we're all making like pretty large works. I mean, this is, it's kind of amazing to, to have our own exhibition, you know, because like the past three years, like we've just been seeing kind of like the accumulation of the seniors come up to it. So like having our exhibition this year and like especially, you know, in the midst of like the aftermath of COVID and sort of like how everything is sort of rebuilding back again. It's it's pretty amazing, like the breadth of artwork it, that is actually in these galleries right now. I mean, like it is it is so filled up. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. So it really does feel like it's just like this, I mean, menagerie. It's like this huge collection of totally different works that are all sort of coming together that, to create this homage to our, our experience. So, you know, as, as seniors and, and as artists looking at this, it's really interesting. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think to anybody else, like, it's going to be a really exciting experience to see it. Um, and I think menagerie really does sum up that whole experience. Key concepts that you learn to help you prepare for the workforce. I think for me personally, like, you know, a lot of people say it's a struggle to, to live a creative lifestyle, especially like for a, for a job, you know, because you're not, you're never really like on a, on a set path, you know, you're never exactly knowing where you're, where you're going. Um, but it's really, really cool that Winthrop, their art department sort of lets you embody that in the process of making you know, like our, our, our sculpture teacher, like the first lesson we ever really learned was just to be okay with like failing and learning that the fact that failing in itself is never actually failing because you can always bring like a seed of potential. That's what Sean Cassidy says. He's great. He's this like English guy. So he's like, oh, just look for a seed of potential. And we're all like, yeah. Um, but, you know, he brings, um, he teaches us to just bring out anything from an opportunity that, that is useful. And I, th I feel like that's a direct relation to the to the working world too i mean you know you just you make all these connections with different people and you just you try and grasp at every little opportunity you can do you want to chime in on that like yeah um i i think that the griffin brings up a great point uh i think 
our faculty and staff in Rutledge has really helped us prepare for the workforce or, you know, graduation. And I think something that's so great about the CVPA is that you get to create really intimate relationships with your faculty where they're messaging you opportunities that they think specifically fit you and that you think you should go for. And I don't think that I would get that at another school. So as an artist, and I think, you know, as anyone graduating college and making big steps in their life, it's the connections that you get to make with people that really set you up for where you're going to go and then who you're going to meet there and then where you're going to go from there. So I think it's just, yeah, being like totally prepared to fail and kind of hoping for it in a way because it changes your perspective and keeps you on your feet. Yeah, no, I feel like a lot of the teachers, like, you know, another huge strength that that department has is is all of the teachers have been artists first. You know, like there's nobody that just came straight out of undergrad. And I feel like that's more of a continuing trend in schools. But like Winthrop is really, they all know what it's like to, to sort of not have any kind of direction and to be pulling from a hundred different directions at once. So whenever I'm, I'm applying to different residencies right now, I'm like trying to follow up with job opportunities with, um, with certain people and like, Sean and, and you know, Claudia and, and Seth and all these people have been like super helpful with sort of helping me with like the different directions that I could go. So it's it's a really it's a really uplifting department. I think Winthrop's art department has a lot to uh, a lot to stand for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you prepare for this upcoming event? Okay, so this is kind of a new thing as of like the past four years. I think my freshman year was the first senior show that the art department ever did. Yep. Wait, I didn't know that. They didn't have a senior show. They just kind of made work and graduated. So it's a new thing. Oh, wow. And seeing that my freshman year was something to really look forward to. And then COVID happened. So those shows ended up being online. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so excited that I'm not that year. You know, I'll hopefully get to have my show in person. So to prepare... We came to class the f- what the first Monday of fall semester, and our professor said, you have one year to make a body of work that's a series of work that will go in the gallery along with the, the rest of the seniors, and you have two weeks to write a thesis, and we're presenting it in Dina's place on September 18th, and that's how we prepared. You know, in our final year, like, we were just doing what we would have been doing mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, I... I don't remember the last time I took like a test or had an exam or anything art related because we're, you know, we're, we're making art. We're practicing being a practicing artist. And Grace and I have been working on our senior show projects for, I mean, mine a little over a year because I, a lot of my work is a continuation of the last thing I completed, you know? So I, I never really complete new projects. I kind of recycle old ones and, and sort of build off of ideas. Um, so I've I've probably been working on this the same project for a little over a year now and like and it's it's been a long and, and daunting process and there's been a lot of sort of revelation new directions but you know now being done with it I'm like ah what else can I do to it like I don't want to be done with it um, yeah uh, please tell us the story of the series all right well my my artwork or my my installation I guess I would call it. It's, it's called Absurdum. My, my artwork and my personal life are very 
intertwined. I treat making artwork as sort of a, a way to discover the world around me. It's like a lot of like a lot of people journal their thoughts. Like I, I just create to, to sort of document the way that I feel. So so every artwork I have is is sort of the result of like a discovery or the process of discovering something. So I'm I'm never really like trying to answer things. I'm trying to ask like find the right questions to ask and make the things that sort of are a vessel for this question. So, you know, all of my, all of my projects really, really start as, as drawings. Um, I draw all the time, you know, it's, it's like people write or like people take pictures. Like I, I try and really draw things. So, and, and I have like a visual language that I sort of keep up with. Um, in my drawings, I tend to really like stick to certain certain images, and I don't know why I'm like attracted to them, or I don't know why I want to draw them, but I just do. So like some of these are like like TVs, and and I really like drawing bread for some reason, but also like the human body, um, and and they all seem to sort of not be related, but they are for some reason. And like my artwork is always the process of trying to find how they're related. But this, this project in specifics, the past couple years, I've been working a lot with dreams and memories. Yeah, dreams, memories, uh, my s spirituality. Uh, so so I work a lot with dreams because I have really vivid dreams myself. You know, I, I, I do a lot of like lucid dreaming. So I so that's just the process of like being awake in your dream, basically, and like knowing you're dreaming. So a lot of the artwork that I, or sketchbook stuff I do, I can also, it's really fun in my dreams. Like sometimes I, I just like, like, oh, can I make a sculpture here? And then I like go and die document it when I wake up and stuff. It's, it's a weird process. But so the, the process of dreaming, the process of memories and sort of like memory decay, uh, I'm, I'm really interested in. So it's the idea of like, as you're remembering something, you're also like simultaneously forgetting it and how our memories like affect the way that we, that we see our lives and sort of like self-justifying memories. And my spirituality, I, I think I get the same thing out of making artwork that I get from, that, that certain people get from religion. You know, like I, I think the artwork and this idea of like a greater creation to me are, are simultaneous things. You know, I, that's how I honor the idea of creation is I, is I'm creating, trying to make it like a discovery. So I'm always trying to find new things and, and sort of make sense of the things around me. So that's, that's what my senior project has been about, you know, is honoring this idea of creation by creating these like sort of deities to my own practice. So and, you know, and so when you look at these things, they're like these gigantic sculptures that are, that are deity-like and they, they borrow from a lot of different like visual representations of, of religion. But also it's these, uh, this visual language that I talked about that comes up in my drawings all the time. So, you know, if you really look, like you'll, you'll, you'll find throughout the pieces that there's like bits of writing and there's bits of uh, like weird drawings that don't really make sense. But you, you sort of feel like in the presence of it that you are in sort of a dream and you are in sort of this like spiritual environment that, that speaks to like the memory of a person so i you know i i, I want to like create feelings that, that promote questions rather than trying to like create something that answers something for another person my body of work in this show is titled cryptograph it's really just a lot of kind of evidence for the audience to dissect my art really the the intrinsic value of art lies in the process of creating rather than the finished piece so when i'm making art is when i find true relief from everything around me and when it's over i 
don't feel any better, really. The feeling just comes back. So it's kind of a vicious cycle of creating. And I wanted to show that in this work. It combines sculpture, performance, video, projection, audio that I've created. Very interdisciplinary. And it's really just me over the past year dissecting my brain and my traumas and my personal background and organizing it in a way that I can kind of leave it. But really what I'm doing is compartmentalizing, which isn't necessarily healthy, but compartmentalizing is when you have a bunch of thoughts, memories, or feelings that contradict each other. And in order to be at peace with those feelings, you kind of separate them. So for example, me and my mom are really close. She's like my best friend, but I also had a really traumatic childhood. So in order for me to be okay with the relationship with my mom, I kind of have to separate those things and compartmentalize. So this work just shows me um, whether it's the markings that you see um, on the piece that you can tell were made by the artist or by my hand or it's the performance of me inside the actual piece performing the act of making. Um, so it's really just what I'm trying to do is kind of have the audience just ask questions like, what is she doing? What is she trying to express? What is this, you know, what does the light on the back of this wall mean? It's really, I want them to investigate the way I investigated myself, but they'll never really get the answers. A lot of it's um, in Morse code or this kind of like cryptic writing that I've created for myself through mark making and like hatching and stuff like that. And it's kind of just in a way of form of protective writing for me to really get all of my thoughts and feelings out and organize them and not ever really have to read it again, you know, but I feel like I've done the work emotionally to live with the stuff. So I feel like, you know what I mean? I can move on. I can carry my bag of crap with me with my head held high because I looked it in the face, you know, I, I wrote about it and I told the world, even though they really couldn't read it. And Another element is the more time you spend with the work, the more like tiny little details that I've hidden or suggestions, um, a QR code you might find to a website with a slew of information. Yeah, little tiny things hidden on the back. So you really get rewarded the more time you spend with my piece. So I kind of wanted to lot, hide little, little prizes in there for the audience if they chose to stay longer. So... Yeah, I don't know if that explains my show, but it is kind of like a teaser, I feel. Well, thank you, Grace and Griffin, for joining us today. <laughs> I'm Deanne Conley. And I'm Kanisha Reed with, with the, the Palmetto, Palmetto Report. Report.